Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States opinion syllabus in Oil States Energy Services versus Greens Energy Group. Certiori to the United States Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit. Argued November 27, 2017. Decided April 24, 2018. Inter partes review authorizes the United States Patent and Trademark Office to reconsider and cancel an already issued patent claim in limited circumstances. See 35 U.S.C. 311 through 319. Any person who is not the owner of the patent may petition for review. 311A. If a review is instituted, the process entitles the petitioner and patent owner to conduct certain discovery, 316A5, to file affidavits, declarations, and written memoranda, 316A8, and to receive an oral hearing before the Patent Trial and Appeal Board, 316A10. A final decision by the Board is subject to Federal Circuit Review, 318-319. Petitioner, Oil States Energy Services Limited LLC, obtained a patent relating to technology for protecting wellhead equipment used in hydraulic fracturing. It sued respondent Greens Energy Group LLC in Federal District Court for infringement. Greens Energy challenged the patent's validity in District Court and also petitioned the PTO for an inter partes review. Both proceedings progressed in parallel. The District Court issued a claim construction order favoring oil states, while the Board issued decision concluding that oil states' claims were unpatentable. Oil States appealed to the Federal Circuit. In addition to its patentability arguments, it challenged the constitutionality of inter partes review, arguing that actions to revoke patent must be tried in an Article III court, before a jury. While the case was pending, the Federal Circuit issued a decision in a separate case, rejecting the same constitutional arguments raised by oil states. The court then summarily affirmed the board's decision in this case. The Supreme Court held, Inter partes review does not violate Article Three. Under this court's precedence, Congress has significant latitude to assign adjudication of public rights to entities other than Article Three courts. See Executive Benefits Insurance Agency v. Arkansas. Inter partes review falls squarely within the public rights doctrine. The decision to grant a patent is a matter involving public rights. Inter partes review is simply a reconsideration of that grant, and Congress has permissibly reserved the PTO's authority to conduct that reconsideration. The grant of a patent falls within the public rights doctrine, United States versus Dual. Granting a patent involves a matter arising between the government and others, ex parte Bakelite Corp. Specifically, patents are public franchises, Seymour versus Osborne. Additionally, granting patents is one of the constitutional functions that can be carried out by the executive or legislative departments without judicial determination. See Kroll v. Benson. Inter partes review involves the same basic matter as the grant of a patent. It is a second look at an earlier grant. Kuzo Speed Technologies v. Lee and it involves the same interests as the original grant. See Dual. 
that inter partes review occurs after the patent has issued does not make a difference here. Patents remain subject to the board's authority to cancel out to cancel outside of an Article III court. And this court has recognized that franchises can be qualified in this manner. See Louisville Bridge Co. versus United States. Three decisions that recognize patent rights as private property of the patentee. United States versus American Bell Telephone, McCormick Harvesting Machine Co. versus Altman, and Brown versus Duchesne do not contradict this conclusion. Nor do they foreclose the kind of post-issuance administrative review that Congress has authorized here. Those cases were decided under the Patent Act of 1870 and are best read as describing the statutory scheme that existed at that time. Although patent validity was often decided in 18th century English courts of law, that history does not establish that inter partes review violates the general principle that Congress may not withdraw from judicial cognizance any matter which, from its nature, is the subject of a suit at the common law. Stern versus Marshall. Another means of canceling a patent at that time was a petition to the Privy Council to vacate a patent closely resembles the inter partes review. The parties have cited nothing to suggest that the framers were not aware that this common practice when writing the patent clause, or that they had excluded the practice from the scope of the clause. Relatedly, the fact that American courts have traditionally adjudicated patent validity in this country does not mean that they must forever do so. Historical practice is not decisive here, because matters governed by the public rights doctrine may be assigned to the legislative, the executive, or the judiciary, ex parte Bakelite. That Congress chose the courts in the past does not foreclose its choice of the PTO today. Finally, the similarities between the various procedures used in inter partes review and procedures typically used in courts does not lead to the conclusion that inter partes review violates Article 3. This court has never adopted a looks-like test to determine if an adjudication has improperly occurred outside of an Article III court. See Williams v. United States. This holding is to be construed as narrow. The court addresses only the constitutionality of inter partes review and the precise constitutional challenges that oil states raised here. The decision should not be misconstrued as suggesting that patents are not property for purposes of the due process or the takings clause. Inter partes review does not violate the Seventh Amendment. When Congress properly assigns a matter to adjudication in a non-Article III tribunal, the Seventh Amendment poses no independent bar to adjudication of that action by a non-judiciary fact-finder. Grand Financiera S.A. v. Nordberg Thus, the rejection of oil states' Article III challenge also resolves its Seventh Amendment challenge. judgment affirmed. Justice Thomas delivered the opinion of the court, in which Justices Kennedy, Ginsburg, Breyer, Alito, Sotomayor, and Kagan joined. Justice Breyer filed a concurring opinion, in which Justices Ginsburg, Sotomayor joined. Uh, Justice Gorsuch filed a dissenting opinion, in which Chief Justice Roberts joined. Thank you for listening.